Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where we explore what it means to be a follower of Jesus. This week's podcast is on the fourth sign in the book of John, the feeding of the 5,000, a miracle that is recorded not only in John, but in all four of the Gospels. This is how it reads in the New Living Translation. After this, Jesus crossed over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee, also known as the Sea of Tiberias. Sorry, I'm reading from John chapter 6, verses 1 through to 15. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went, because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed a hill and sat down with his disciples around him. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, Where can we buy bread to feed all these people? He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, Even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. What good is that with this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus said. So they all sat down on the grassy slopes. The men alone numbered about 5,000. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish. They all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told the disciples, Now gather the the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled twelve baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. When the people saw him do this miraculous sign, they exclaimed, Surely he is a prophet we have been expecting. When Jesus saw that they were ready to force him to be their king, he slipped away into the hills by himself. There's a couple of ways that you can look at the feeding of the 5,000. One way is to look at the numerics, the number 5,000 and how a 1,000 generally incorporates all people. Five, the number of grace and also of the law would indicate that the law and grace are sufficient for all people. And there's a number of things that you could conclude from that. We see the 5,000 also occurring in Acts chapter 4 at the birth of the church. But today, rather than get caught in numerics, albeit that that is my favourite way of looking at this passage, I want to look at what the Jews would call simple pashat, and that is just to look at what the text says. And it tells us four really key things. The first is that Jesus cares about people. He saw that they were there a distance from their homes, that there was a huge number, but that they would be hungry. The truth is that Jesus cares intimately about us. He doesn't care just about what he can teach us and tell us. He doesn't care simply about what we learn, but he cares about our needs. (coughs) It's interesting that it appears Philip needed to learn about God's provision for people. So we set him up. Not unkindly, but what he wanted to do was reveal to Philip that his desire is to care for people. 
The second is that God multiplies. Whenever we see God being generous in these sets of of circumstances, we see that there is provision. When the people of Israel were caught in the wilderness in Exodus 16, God sent manna and quail each day, and it says there was enough, none left over, but enough for each day. And in fact, they were told not to keep it for each day, for, for another day. And on one occasion where people did, God was really angry, and the manna became infested with maggots. Because God wants us to know his provision day by day. His delight is to care for us. Second Kings tells us how Elijah, and, and it's picked up in chapter 4, verses 42 to 44, that he was given a sack of grain and 20 loaves of barley bread. And he gave it to, be, to feed 100 people. And yet with that small amount, there was plenty for all and some left over, according to the text. When we talk about loaves like this, we're not talking about the standard loaf of bread that you pick up in a supermarket. We're talking more like buns. 20 buns fed 100 hard-working men at harvest with plenty for all and some left over. That's the provision of God, just like this was. <coughs> God multiplies to meet the needs of his people. Third thing is, God blesses. One of the things I've come to realize is that whatever it is that we offer God, he blesses it so it can be a blessing to others. In Exodus chapter 4, God is calling Moses. He says to Moses, what is in your hand? And Moses says, a shepherd's staff. And God uses that staff in miraculous ways. It's thrown down and turns into a snake and eats the pharaoh's sorcerer's snakes. It's raised and the plagues are unleashed. It struck the water. The Nile turns to blood. Later it strikes the water. And there is provision for people. I love that in Exodus chapter 4, before Moses is called, it's a shepherd's staff. But by the time we get to Exodus 17, in verse 9, when Moses is commanding the people of Israel over the Amalekites, it is referred to as the staff of God. It's never again called a shepherd's staff. It is the staff of God. Whatever it is that we have in our hands, Just like the boy with five loaves and two fishes, it doesn't need to be a lot. It isn't the quantity that we have, it's that we give it to God and his service. The fourth thing I love is that God puts us in community. He put them into groups of 50. I love the fact that people had come a distance. They were in groups, but probably small groups. But God sets them down. And what John picks up really clearly is the undertones of communion, that Jesus sets them down to receive the Eucharist, the body of Christ. And in fact, later in chapter 6, John makes that explicit comparison that in Exodus, God gave manna. And he makes it very clear that it wasn't Moses that gave it, but it was God. 
And here he talks very specifically about Jesus being the bread of life. In fact, later in this chapter, we see the first reference of Jesus making the I am statements. I am the bread of heaven. He talks about if anyone eats of him, he will never hunger. This is an opportunity where John wants to identify that Jesus calls us not only to sit at the feet of Jesus and to take his body that was broken, that we would be made whole, but that we're called to sit not just individually, but in community. That we are a part, that we are a body, that we are a group. I love the fact that the Word of God tells us that we are to live in community with others. In fact, in Galatians 6, it talks about bearing one another's burdens, and it says, by doing so, you fulfill the law of Christ. Community is an opportunity for us, because that is where we can be fed, that is where we can care for others, but that is also where we can learn and grow and practice following Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for joining the Cultivate podcast. If we can help you with anything or you'd like some notes, please email us at crosscultivation at gmail.com. God bless.